The legends are true. But overwhelming power! The sauce of destiny. Yes! The most legendary sauce has arrived as McDonald's transforms into the anime world of Wickdonald's. The greatest flavors unite in all new savory chili McDonald's sauce to make your 10-piece Nuggets, fries, and Sprite ultra-powerful. Unlock manga comics with every meal and sit down for a new anime short every week only at Wickdonald's. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba, go! And participate in McDonald's for a limited time while supplies last. Down in my team, I got a lot of shine. Running up the number, that's a lot of crime. Try to take it from me, must be at your mind. I keep playing, got a sign. Smokey in the air, that's a lot of crime. Welcome to 4th and John, episode 229. It is Dallas week. We have this. We have this on all our calendars circled. Uh, you know, you have your anniversary. You have your uh, maybe child's birthday, uh, maybe your own birthday. If you don't have kids, you don't, you know, whatever. But, hey, we've been waiting for this for 365 days. You might have family members uh, like my man's prime down below uh, who might be Cowboy fans. So this is a personal week for a lot of people out there. You know, it's, it's overall we've been we've been waiting for this this, this battle because we're, we're trying to figure out who our Eagles are. NFL is trying to figure out who our Eagles are. Uh, we, we faced a Atlanta team who was, you know, kind of, they were up yeah, here. They're all right. You know, we hit a, a better defense in week two, um, you know, and then we're going to face a better offense in week three. So uh, we're going to figure out uh, we've been hit with adversity. We've had some veteran leaders get injured, get banged up. And Jalen Hurts, um, we would like to, we would like to get a W. We want the bragging rights. It's it's about time to um, show the identity of this football team. And I feel like Jalen Hurts has got the the best opportunity to uh, show out this week and show us who he is as a leader. Because uh, obviously, we 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 like what we see from Jalen Hurts. But overall, it, it's Dallas week. We are here. And I'm excited. Uh, Evan, how are you feeling, my guy? I'm feeling pumped, man. Uh, Dallas week always just adds an extra little kick, uh, you know, go, going into this game. Um, I was listening to the radio earlier, and I got to tell you, I was a little bit discouraged. Uh, the juice in, out in Philadelphia, out amongst the fans, doesn't really feel like it's it's there right now. Um, I feel like it's our responsibility, us four, and this whole comment section, we got to get these people to fucking riled up, man. We got to get them amped up i can't even say correct sentences right now because of how excited i am about this game it's going to happen this sunday uh but yeah uh, to my point uh it seems like they were talking about on the radio today about this whole younger generation of uh fans that really don't have this hate in their heart for the dallas cowboys man you guys must just not have met the right ones yet because Dallas Cowboy fans that I know that grew up in the Philadelphia area that have never been to Texas that are my age and have never seen a Super Bowl and claim those Super Bowls in the 90s to be their own, it's despicable. They're cockroaches. I can't stand them. So uh, it is our job today, and I feel like we can get the job done uh, to just get everybody on the same page that it is fuck Dallas for this Sunday game. That's definitely going to be the goal for this uh, this show, man, is to get everybody on the same page with the fuck Dallas. You know what I mean? I've been saying it all week. I've been ready. Um, I'm glad the day is finally, uh, you know, the week is finally here. Um, 
like like uh Gail mentioned earlier, yeah, my brother's a Cowboys fan. This is something that we, you know, that always leads up throughout the offseason, throughout the year. We just like talking shit. Well, listen, man, I mean, since since Sunday, I've been running my mouth and I'm not gonna stop. He knows where I'm at with Dallas. I can't stand him. Um, you know, this is the game that I look forward to every year. Uh, especially when we play in Dallas, man. That I I actually rather you know the, the game in Dallas because I, I I like to I like to go to your fucking city and and disturb the peace, like whatever you want to call it. You know what I mean? Like, you know, kick the goddamn door in and, and disrespect your, your hometown, everything, you know, walk out of there with a W. So I'm excited, man. I'm pumped. Um these, these these cow bitches ain't who they think they are, and we're gonna go in there Monday night. And I'm telling you, I, we're gonna show them, man. Jimmy, what do you think? Ladies and gentlemen, you know it's time. I don't know who the hell is out there not pumped about this damn week because yeah, it's Dallas week. Sure, you can have a little sour taste in your mouth for Monday, but we talked about this season. Let's temper expectations, but let's get behind these young guys. And this game, oh, we all know, so very important, a first divisional matchup for us this year, and it's against the Dallas Cowboys in their house. And ladies and gentlemen, we saw a little bit of what Jalen Hurts, he can do with this offense. There were some miss, uh, maybe even just calls, but also throws from Jalen. There were definitely some miscues, and they need to learn. So I'm excited because everything I've heard this damn week has been about accountability, something we talked about all damn offseason. These guys went in there, and it wasn't just the players, the coaches, everyone. who Everyone who failed has to learn. And you know what? We're losing Brooks. We're losing Graham. Oh, man, that's unfortunate. But guess what? Next man up. Hungry dogs run faster. Whatever the hell you got to use. I don't give a damn. It's time to get pumped. And what perfect week other than the Dallas week for you to get pumped up about the birds. Let's get behind our team. And uh, I can't wait to talk about it with you guys tonight. Thank you to everybody who's tuning in because we are going to get you on that same damn page because I get it. Ben Simmons, all this other crap going on out there. But don't let that get in the fact of the matter that fuck Dallas, the Cowboys suck. I mean, obviously, man, people are excited, man. There, there, there's been this weird energy. Like, I, I don't feel like it's it's the normal F Dallas vibes that have been in the past. I don't know what it is. Like, I, people are saying the Ben Simmons stuff. I don't know. Like I, I feel I've I have this feeling like Eagle fans are trying to figure out who this team is. They're like, is this the squad that you know can go into enemy territory and and, and get a dub? Because I mean, this is seriously a a a, uh, a pivotal moment in this season where you you either can go you know north or you can go south with this. Um, you know, you you catch two L's and then and then you roll into uh, you know, uh, the Chiefs. So yeah. I mean, you, 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 or you could take this W, beat a a division rival, and this is a huge rival game. You take that and build off it and create energy. So I feel like, you know, everybody is trying to figure out who this squad is. I think there's there's a lot of opportunities for uh, the Eagles to uh, you know really set the tone for the season. So. Um, Talking about let, let's let's get into it. Let's let's get into it. Like let's let's talk about some of the the matchups. Uh, if, if there's any key matchup that we, we're all looking to take advantage of, um, being Philadelphia, uh, what would be some of your guys' key matchups you're looking to take advantage of? 
Uh, it would have to be for me. Uh, we have to take advantage. Of, uh, this game starts in the trenches, man. Uh, I, I would say it's our offensive line versus their defensive line. We need to get the ball down the field. We need to get the run game started early, and there's only one real way to do that. That's to have a strong defensive push, or I'm sorry, offensive push up front. Um, if we can get that done, that opens up the pa- that opens up the passing game. And quite frankly, I have the feeling that this is going to be somewhat of a uh, high-scoring shootout game. I know there's a lot of people that are feeling that it could be the contrary, thinking it's a low-scoring defensive game. I don't know, man. I think that Monday night is going to be uh, all about the fireworks. I think that it's going to ultimately come down to who scores last. And uh, I'm thinking the Eagles can be that team if they just execute correctly and Nick Sirianni comes out with the right game plan. I, I mean, I agree. I, I see Timmy, Timothy's uh... – you know, the linebackers against the running backs. I, I like that matchup, too. I mean, there's a lot of matchups that we can't touch upon. Our wide receivers against their cornerbacks. Their cornerbacks against our wide receivers. Our defensive line against their O-line. O, their O-line against our defensive line. So, I mean, it's like you could touch upon anything. It's going to be a great matchup. Um, If there's one that, you know, that's got me so hyped up because this guy just won't shut up. And, and you know, Michael Parsons, let me tell you something. Man. I, I, <laughs> you're getting me. Listen, you had one good game last week. It was your little premier defensive end. Lane is going to fucking shut you down, dude. All right? You got no fucking chance. I'm calling it right now. He's going to go ahead and shut that shit down. That man ain't going to have shit. All right? All he's going to do is just going to curl up, cry like a little bitch. All right? And, and, and it's it's a wrap. So I'm not, you know, that's 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 done. That's done and over with. Um, I'm really looking forward to seeing what Devontae does against these cornerbacks. Uh, I mean, they got some good guys, you know, Joseph, they got Diggs. I you know, credit to them and everything, but it's a whole different game come Monday night, man. Um, I think they're going to go ahead and open this thing up and open it up real good. Uh, yeah, uh, I think for me, you know, talking, I like what you said there about uh, Micah Parsons, you know, with him having to move to the edge with all their injuries, you know, he's going to be going up against Lane Johnson. That's quite a task. I actually uh, reached out and was talking to uh, Gabe Brangle there over the bro barn, and he was talking specifically about the fact that Lane is right now working on what Micah Parsons brings to the table. And that's a completely different beast than, uh, you know, these other uh, ends we've seen from them. And he is, it's ridiculous that he's playing defensive end right now. But because of the injury to Keanu Neal with the COVID, him going on there, uh, him possibly not playing, Micah Parsons might actually have to go back to middle linebacker. So I'm very intrigued to see if he goes to middle linebacker, how Miles, Kenny, everybody does against that. That's a big one for me. But for me, the big matchup is Jonathan Gannon and Kellen Moore. Um, You know, they're going to have a game plan. You know, they're going to come out firing. And, you know, we haven't done the greatest against the run. If we allow them to establish that, they're going to pass. And they've been passing for over 300 yards per game in the two games they've had. And, you know, we've done well. Uh, Our defenses look pretty good. But this is going to be the biggest task at hand for Jonathan Gannon. What kind of defense is he going to try to run? I've seen so much 3-4. And, you know, with Brandon Graham, I understand that. Uh, He can play that defensive end role in a three-man front right there. And I think, you know, with your outside linebackers and your 3-4, Barnett um, and Gennard Avery, they really like him out there. I think that's uh, been all right. But here's the thing. Josh Sweat, we want to see more of him, but he doesn't look good in that defensive end role. I think for me, and when it's a three-man front, I think for me, it's Milton Williams, who I really want to see if Jonathan Gannon gets him a lot of time as that defensive end in the 3-4 role, uh, replacing Brandon Graham, because that's a huge loss. So I'm really excited to see – how Jonathan Gannon, uh, you know, he's talked about every week having a different, you know, scheme, front, everything. 
And I think this week you're going to have to see a lot of nickel and maybe some three, three, five nickel. So uh, that would be something I'm very intrigued to see this week. Um, me personally, I think it's like the interior of this, uh, you know, this offensive line. You, you look at uh, Connor Williams, uh, a guy who could be taken advantage of. I think, uh, you know, the way that Hargraves is playing, where that Cox is playing, like this is where, you know, they got to take advantage of uh, Connor Williams uh, and their center. I can't pronounce the name, last name, Tyler. Uh, I just say by Daz. I don't Tyler B. Tyler B. There you go. In the there place you go. B. Uh, I feel like uh, overall, I mean, you know, this is where you can get to deck, uh, you know, destroy that interior. Don't let them run the ball. Because, you know, you they're going to try and run the ball on us. They're going to try and control us, manhandle us. I feel like uh, overall, if you can shut that down, um, that would be great because I I do think this is this so far this is going to be the best offense that we've faced. Uh, you know Garoppolo, an aging Matt Ryan. I think uh, Dak has everyone believing. He's got a nice little squad. You know you know he's got his he's got his wide receivers over here, um, and Amari Cooper who will be playing most likely. It looks like that now. CD Lamb has already showed us who he is as a player. He's very impressive. Um, overall, I feel like, um, but I, I really think that interior pressure again, they have to come in there and wreak havoc. Um, what's his name from, uh, from the, um, the bucks, the defensive tackle, big guy. No, 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 no. Oh, Vita Vea. Yeah. Vita Vita Vea, uh, was was causing havoc. I mean, if you can, you can blow back, uh, Connor Williams, I mean, and, and and really just cause that interior pressure. It should be should be everything. I I like what you say there, Gail, because that's exactly what I'm talking about. And uh, you know, Pete says it down here. They've tried Kerrigan in that defensive end role. I I see him more as that outside linebacker. If you're having those stand up rushers there, because Gail mentions, you know, how much havoc Hargrave has wreaked. Double teams going to Cox, dude. I really like that. And I think Milton Williams, uh, those three together. That is an interior push. I think those guys can feast, and you move them all around on the line and mix and match, but attack right where Gail was saying with Connor and Tyler there in the middle. And obviously, Zach Martin's on the right side, so you're going to have some issues there. He's pretty damn good. But I think we could definitely get after him. You talk about uh, they lost Lyle Collins on the right tackle um, to suspension, and now that Ty Niseki, uh, however you say it, he was go. ill. I'm not sure if he's going to be back. So it could be Terrence Steele as the right tackle. So we're yep. losing Graham, but you could have these stand-up rushers, Josh Sweat, Derek Barnett, see if Kerrigan could get out there. I think, you know, we could definitely wreak some havoc on Dak, watch those short throws. So a lot of the linebackers, we're going to see how their coverage does this week. I, th- you know, I think uh, I think one thing uh, to keep in mind as well, I mean, Dak coming off the injury that he had last year, I'm looking at it and through the first two games, he's only tried to rush the ball four times for a total of 13 yards. So I'm thinking that th- being this early in the year and what a catastrophic injury that was last year, that's still sitting in the back of his mind whenever he goes and takes off with the ball. So I think that um, if we were are, are able to get pressure onto Dak Prescott, there's potential for him to get rid of the ball and potentially make mistakes. So I think that that is, that should be our number one goal going into this game is to create pressure on deck and uh, make him fuck up. Yeah. Pete Nitz says they got, they, st- they got Jalen Smith uh, and Vander Esch, right? I think both those players saw limited snaps. They got some, uh, some of their snaps taken away. And I feel like um, 
they've played uh, a little bit better the last couple of weeks. I feel like, um, you know, when they're trying to play for some contracts, you know, you, you know what it is. Um, but I saw a comment here um, about the Tampa two from Xavier here. Um, you know, it's almost like, you know, they're, they're going to try and take away that deep ball. Mm-hmm. Obviously they're going to try and, uh, you know, make sure our speed doesn't affect them. Um, but I, I, I feel like we got no Nate Gary in coverage. <laughs> for what that's worth <laughs> like i, I feel like i was listening to some other podcasts from uh dallas cowboy land uh just some interesting takeaways um from from them they they were really concerned about they they first of all they said they had no concerns the podcast i was listening to they said they had no concerns about our our base offense but what they did have concerns was when Dak, when Dak got outside of the pocket, and um, he he got outside of containment, and then they they stressed the scramble rule because once you get Jalen Hurt scrambling, um, all hell can break loose, and that's where they were a little con- concerned. They were they weren't really concerned about um, our they weren't really respecting our run game. They they felt like um, they could potentially slow down our run game. They weren't giving much credit to Miles Sanders either. Uh, so it, overall, I felt like they feel like their defense can handle our, our base offense. How, how do you guys feel about that? Yeah, I don't know. I mean, I think I think Miles Sanders' game plan going into Monday night is going to be uh, you know, pretty hectic. I mean, he, he's going to go ahead and bring the, bring the pain, man. I think this is going to be a breakout game for him. I, I see him, uh, you know, he's he knows what the rival is all about. Um, so, you know, he, he's been waiting for this and, you know, Monday night's the day to go ahead and shine. I think he's going to be, I think he's going to be fine. I think he's going to go ahead and, you know, do his part and it's going to be big, open up the game, you know, for everybody else to go ahead and uh, do their thing. Um, but I, I, I laugh at the, the, the fact that everybody's like, you know, worried about, you know, their linebackers. I mean, I don't know, man, like besides Michael Parsons, like their linebackers don't even seem like they're in sync. You know, you mentioned about the contracts and everything and they, it's like they're not even they're not even all there. They're, I mean, shit. At one point, Jalen Smith was a threat, and it's like he's not even that anymore. You know what I mean? And then I never know how to pronounce Vander, whatever his name. Vander Esch. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I I'm not big on him. I, I get tired of hearing about him because my brother just you know talks him up like crazy. But he's not even that go to guy this year neither. So I don't know. I think I think the running game is going to be just fine. Uh, but as for, I mean, new, newer additions that the Cowboys have added, uh, Trayvon Diggs, I mean, he's been performing so far this year. Um, what, are you guys have any fear about uh, Devontae or anyone being shut down by him? I don't think, you know, our offense, man, it starts with the run. We're second right now in rushing yards. We're actually running the ball, and Jalen Hurts is part of that. That was part of the threat we talked about before the season started. He's part of that. You know, people want to use that as an excuse. Oh, we are quarterbacks in that. Yes, he is. And it's, dude, I think we're going to attack him with the run game. Miles, Kenny, going to use them in the passing game as well. You're going to open it up. But, yeah, Diggs versus Smith, going to be very intriguing. One thing is, they're still 31st in the league uh, in passing yards. They're still giving up a big chunk. So I think Rager, Quez, get these guys on the field. Let's attack them in the air. But first, you establish that run. I think we want to run the ball hard on their ass. And I don't – we talk about Micah Parsons having to move around. You could have to see Leighton Vander Ash or Jalen Smith due to the fact that, well, Keanu Neal's out because of COVID, like I mentioned earlier. You have all of these injuries to their team. Demarcus Lawrence is out. All these guys hurt. So they're playing, you know, toss around. We're going through the same thing. So 
I think that's uh, going to be huge for us. And it's nice that there's limited snaps for those guys. Maybe they're feeling down. I'm hoping that we can attack their linebackers. I'm with Prime. Uh, I think that this run game is going to be fine. Whoever's been talking trash, tune in. Because I don't think as much as Dan Quinn's helped that defense, I don't think they're going to stop our offense. Shootout time. You know what? Uh, you say shootout. Um, it's, it's a time where uh, you need to uh, go to war with your downtown region. <laughs> Attention listeners across the galaxy, all the way from Australia to Houston, do we have a pew problem? If so, our friends at Manscaped have cleared you for takeoff with their fourth generation and brand new lawnmower 4.0. Kick your pubes to the next planet with the performance package 4.0. The orbits in your pants will feel like you're in zero gravity when you use the best tools for the job from the leaders in male grooming. Join the two million men worldwide who trust Manscaped and get your rocket ready for takeoff by going to manscaped.com for 20% off plus free shipping with the code FANSIDE20. And now speaking about, you know, Dallas week and speaking about space, I think it's only appropriate to talk about, uh, you know, if your southern region, your little ding-a-ling is looking like an Ewok, I think it's maybe time to change that thing. Uh, You don't want it looking like that. Uh, If you are ready for an out-of-this-world experience, uh, if you live in the USA, Canada, UK, Europe, Australia, South Africa, or Singapore, you can get yourself a Manscaped. Uh, first scheduled for liftoff, the new lawnmower 4.0 trimmer. This spaceship is here to guide you on a journey to trim your body, balls, butt, and even your anus. <laughs> the fourth generation trimmer also features a cutting edge ceramic blade to reduce grooming accidents. Thanks to their advanced skin safe technology. The lawnmower 4.0 has 7,000 RPM motor, a new multi function on and off switch can engage a travel lock and is even waterproof. The Lawnmower 4.0 also has a 4000K LED spotlight you can turn on and off when needed for a most precise shave throughout your travels across the universe. The Weed Whacker is also waterproof and uses a 9000 RPM motor powered 360 degree rotary dual blade system. This nose and ear hair trimmer provides proprietary skin safe technology with help prevent nicks, snags, and tugs in those delicate holes. Don't forget to use Crop Preserver, Ball Deodorant, and their Crop Reviver to help your little planets be on their A-game while feeling the sun's heat. Manscaped even threw in two free gifts to their Performance Package 4.0, the Manscaped Boxers and the Shed Travel Bag. Get 20% off plus free shipping with the code FANSIDED20 at manscaped.com. That's 20% off plus free shipping with the code FANSIDED20 at manscaped.com. For a clean trinity and beyond, your space balls will thank you. And I will thank you guys for always being professionals that you are. Um, you know, you talk about professionals. Um, we're going we're gonna, to we're talk about players that you think uh, will step up big. Uh, in, in this big Dallas week, who, who what is give me a uh, one player offensive, offense wise, and one player defense wise that you believe that will be a standout performer this week? Uh, well, there's one guy, I mean, the, the easy answer for me, I would say Jalen Hurts, but I'm going to take it to the next level in the fact that we had a major hole that opened up in our offensive line this week, uh, with Brandon Brooks going down, and I think that. We, we, we were going to cash that check today, that Alabama 
uh, lineman that we ended up picking up, Landon Dickerson, I think is going to fill his shoes mighty fine. Um, you know, I don't want the end of the Brandon Brooks era to be here yet. I think he's still um, one of the best guards, honestly, I've ever seen wear an Eagles uniform. But um, it is Landon's time to show what he has. And I think that uh, he is going to perform uh, very well. And we are not going to miss a beat in that right, tack, uh, right guard position. I'm going to say that on the defensive side, uh, you know, I'm going with my linebacker, man. I think Alex Singleton is definitely looking forward to this game, man. He's going to be all over the field. Uh, you know, somebody had mentioned about the Tampa, the Tampa 2 and dropping back. Um, hey, listen, man, Alex has been looking real good, and I think he's not going to have no problems when it comes to, you know, having to do that. Um, I'm definitely looking forward to seeing, you know, his coverage on that field. Um, you know, he's just like a whole totally different person this year, man. So, I mean, he's given me a reason to talk about linebackers. So, you know, I'm going to go ahead and ride with Alex Singleton on this one. We're just going to act like you weren't talking about Gary last year. <laughs> <laughs> you, can't, you can't let that fucking go. Can you? <laughs> what about you, Jimmy? Well, uh, for me, uh, on the defensive side of the ball, um, I, I've said his name uh, a couple times this show. I think that he's going to have to step in, especially in those nickel packages, and I think we're going to see a lot of that. Milton Williams, um, you know, because Derek Barnett, he plays a stand-up rusher. That's a completely different role in this defense, and that's something I thought in this offseason he should be doing, so glad to see that. Josh Sweat, he's going to come in, probably have to try to play both those roles just to help out. But uh, I think Milton Williams, I think a big game for him. I would like to see him, but, you know, that's piggybacking off with Gail. And then that last comment, you know, Hargrave and Cox, they're going to feast. And I think that's, you know, when people are looking to them, that's opens up other guys. So Milton Williams, big game on defense. Uh, and then on offense, I, I really like the whole Smith versus Diggs. And I think Smith's going to get the better of him. But if I could pick a random one, just going for random names here, um, I'm going to Jalen Reger. I think, you know, Kind of pissed off. You know, he stepped out. Maybe there was a nudge there. Who cares? Whatever. He didn't get the touchdown. That killed the momentum in that game. And I think that we're going to see a big game from Jalen Rager and maybe even a little sprinkle of uh, Quez Watkins, too. Shootout. That's the feel I'm mean, really just getting. I think that's how what we're going to have to do. You know, not to be Booger McFarland and we're going to score more points. I'm just saying that we are really going to have to score points. I think this defense, we're in for a tough test. And Hey, I'd love to see us shut them down, but they've got some firepower here. Uh, me, for me, offense-wise, I'm going to go uh, Devonta Smith. I think he, he's going to have to take advantage of uh, – well, you know, he, he he knows Diggs very well. Thank you, Kyle. Thank you. Shout out, uh, uh, shout out to Kyle. Um, I just think uh, defense-wise, I think it's, it's – for me, it's – I feel like Cox is going to show out, you know, like – you know, there, there's this – I feel like Cox has got to be motivated as – you know, he's got to step up as that leader. You know, you have Brandon Graham as that guy to, like, bring these guys together. But I think he's got to take – elevate and get these guys motivated. Um, and there's no other way to, to show out than on primetime television and beat Dallas. Like, that sets the tone mm -hmm. for the whole rest of – like, you beat Dallas in primetime, man, it, it should be great. Um, now, Xavier says, can we see Cox get a few reps at defensive end, have Sweat, Javon, Hassan, and Cox? You can get creative like that. Mm -hmm. 
Well, yeah, Cox sure. essentially does play defensive end in that three, four. That's what you're looking at. The three guys that we have, the big boys and Ridgeway has been coming in too. not just, you know, Hargrave and Cox, but you have them rotating and it's essentially uh, Cox as a defensive end. And he did this in Billy Davis defense back in the day. So it's like he has that perfect mold. The only thing was Brandon Graham, how great he was. He was just, uh, dude, it's weird that a guy his size that he was able to play that role. So for me, that's a concern, but I, I love where Xavier's head's at. You know, Cox is going to have, you know, to take on some of these tackles and just where he, you know, is lining up. But I love that. Now, shout out to uh, our, our friend, uh, Stephen Michael Puga. Um, very uh, well-known uh, Eagle fan living in Texas. He's been holding it down for quite some time. Um, usually goes to the games is is rousing up cowboy fans uh, and he'll be he'll be there still, he'll be there on Monday. Still alive. He'll he's be there on still Monday. Alive. He's still alive. So we're, we're, um who's going to the game Puga's asking. Puga man, you I know still, I wish I could have I could have been there man. It was the plan but you know it is what it is. Um as well. Yeah, Puga's definitely going to represent. You know, he likes to he's he's one of those guys that like to sit right in the heart and center of all those fans in there. They uh-huh. can't handle him, so you know what I mean. We, <laughs> keep an eye out for Puga on Monday night. <laughs> Let him know. We might have to yeah. share some uh, Puga content uh, <laughs> and uh, see what's going on there uh, down uh, in, in in Dallas. In Dallas, I, I, you know, I think it is a. It's actually a big game for you. Talk about like homecoming type situation. Mm-hmm. You know, Jalen Jalen uh, Hurts, Jalen Rager. They're they're both Texas dudes. Houston, um, you know, uh, that's where Jalen's from. So I, is, I feel is like Lane a Texas guy as well. I believe, yeah, I believe so. Mm-hmm. He was also a quarterback. Wow, and a tight end. Wild. Mm-hmm. You see his quarterback footage in high school? It's pretty. I have actually. I have. Pretty interesting. Yeah. Those late nights watching Lane Johnson play quarterback. That's what I do. <laughs> <laughs> well, I, I was going to say, you know, we it's I don't, I felt like everyone was kind of just leaving it out there trying to pick different players, you know, but I think we all feel that this is huge, obviously not just for the Eagles, but Jalen Hurts, you know, going back to Texas. But I think Jalen is going to be unleashed and it's going to be Jalen versus Zach for the foreseeable future for a while. So this is going to be exciting round one. And I get last year. I just feel like this is really Hurts first start last year was just too much. You know, I just don't count that season, but. I think this is going to be a very exciting game, and I think Jalen Hurts is going to whoop that ass on the ground and in the air. Um, got a question here from Tim. He says, uh, what is your biggest concern defensively this week? I'm still nervous about the linebackers. Uh, I mean, I, I, you, I saw Seth Joyner going in on linebackers. I mean, obviously he's he has a, he has a right as a former linebacker and potential – you know, Hall of Famer. Did he get nominated? Is he nominated? Uh, mm-hmm. It was. Did he get nominated? Joiner? Oh, I, I think I all I heard was uh, Westbrook and uh, McNabb. Yeah. Uh, Westbrook, McNabb, Jeff Garcia. Um, there's a couple other guys on there, but overall, but you know, Seth Joiner going in on linebacker. He's talking about, you know, he likes Singleton, likes what he brings to the table, but is he the guy? Like, you know, and. You don't want to get hurdled by Ezekiel Elliott. I'm telling you, I'm telling you now. You get trucked, you get hurdled. It sets a vibe. Who got who got who got who got hurdled two years ago? 
I don't remember. It Rodney wasn't Malcolm, Malcolm was it? Yo, Malcolm got trucked. It, Malcolm got trucked. Yeah, it might have been Rodney, mm-hmm. the guy. That, I think he uh, got hurdled. Rodney got hurdled. Yeah. You know how bad it is when you get hurdled? Like, you can't even look your own teammates in the face. Like, bro, you go back and watch the All-22. Like, I don't want to watch that. <laughs> Listen, man, I, be, I, I mean, mean, I, I, I love yeah, I love listening to Seth. You know, I, I heard him on uh, the the Return Game podcast, and you know, he was he was one of the reasons why I was getting all hyped up today, listening um, about Eagles Cowboys rivalry. Um, yeah, he touches upon a good point, you know, uh, and he he tries to find you know that way to go ahead and, and have confidence in our linebackers, and you know, for him to go ahead and even just say like Alex Singleton is that guy. I mean, that means a lot coming from Seth Joyner. I mean, like, not saying that he, like, is that main guy, but he's doing his thing. And, um, you know, it, I'm not I'm not with him on the fact that, you know, like, he doesn't think that, you know, Alex can go ahead and hold his. I, I really think that it's going to be a linebacker, running back game on, uh, on Monday. That man. linebacker crush. I, I'm look. I'm telling you, man, Alex Singleton has just been like, yeah, man, whatever, whatever you want to call it, man. I mean, shit, <laughs> the guy, he's killing it, man. He's killing it. I haven't seen linebacker like that in a minute all over the field, the way this guy is. And so far, like looking at the stats, he's leading in tackles in all, you know, the two games that we played. Well, I, he he kind of like zeroing in on the missed tackles. Um, and I think if you go back and watch some of the film, you see the, some of the missed tackles and like, you know, I, I, I understand what he's, he's saying, but um, just the way that, we invest in linebackers. It always goes back to the money. Like if you want to throw some money at it, then we wouldn't be having this conversation, but uh, we're, we're hoping that, um, you know, you, you feel like you have those speedy guys to, to, you know, hopefully Dave, Davion's got to stay healthy. Mm-hmm. Um, you, you think about uh, Wilson. I've seen the, the missed tackles as well. Um, but overall, you're just hoping that front really steps out and they, they got, they got, they got to, they got their, they got their, they got a task this weekend. I mean, yeah. from a scale of one to ten, scale of one to ten, how, how, uh, how are we feeling about the defense versus our offense? Our defense versus their offense. Our defense versus a scale, scale of one to ten. <sighs> Honestly, I'm at like a seven. What was up with the side though? Because I, I mean, that's that's honestly like a. I feel like it's still a biasly high number. It's these wide yeah. receivers that got me nervous, man. Um, I, I really like if Stephen Nelson would have uh, completed that jumped route and intercepted that ball last week, and maybe even taken it to the house because he would have had the path to. I would be feeling a lot better, but honestly, I have been somewhat underwhelmed by Steve, Steven Nelson so far. Um, I think that they have a really strong wide receiver core. And I think Look that that is, I think that's how they would uh, try and attack us, man. I mean, Zeke Elliott has obviously been on the downtrend the past few years. Um, I think that this team's strength is their passing game. And I mean, you look at uh, Dak Prescott, what do he throw fucking 58 balls in the first game? They obviously lean on Dak hard. Um, and he, he's a talented quarterback, man. Um, so I, I, our defense versus them, I, I started in the beginning of the show. I said, I believe that this is going to be a shootout and it's going to come down to whoever scores last. And that's where I stand. I, I, I worry about these wideouts. Ooh, the millennial keeping us 100, keeping it a buck, as they say. <laughs> uh, Pete Nathan at a five. Uh, Elena Franklin in the in the chat. She's keeping it a cool 7 11. Uh, Tim Hayes is at a six and seven. It's a good call. The middle of the field is his biggest concern. 
Uh, we have any other scores out there in the chat? I how think about, for me, I, I was just going to say, you know, six, seven, uh, that's a good range to be. You can be excited. These guys have really looked good. Uh, obviously, the middle of the field is the biggest concern, but I think it, it all lies on Jonathan Gannon, what he's been given. And he's done a really good job. You talk about what we thought we were going to get from Pitts or Kittle, and both didn't do shit. Uh, Kittle just had four catches for 17 yards. Like, that's pretty amazing to shut him down like that. And mm -hmm. I think, you know, they've been put in a good position, but they definitely have their flaws. Um, so we may get exploited. That's my biggest concern as well. But if Gannon can do the same thing, if we can shut that run down. Um, so I, I'm at a six, maybe, you know, I was feeling more like a seven when Brandon Graham was still here. But uh, we'll see how, you know, we plug that in and we'll go from there. Uh, I saw that where was at a six, right? And then uh Mr. Shout right, out to Mr. Yeah. Ilo was at an eight. Yep. I love it. Okay. Okay. Um Brian, great. I'm, I'm, Brian, I'm, at you at? I'm at a seven. Um yeah, I I, I think these guys, you know, it, there is a lot that we have to worry about. Um, you know, where one is gonna fail, another one's gonna go ahead and do their thing. That's that's just the part that you know we gotta make sure that we, you know, we play tight. On Monday, um, you know, I, I I'm a little bit worried about the deep DBs. I think everybody else is pretty much going to go ahead and play their part. Uh, you know, I'm not taking nothing away from Cooper and and Lamb. They're you know they're good wide receivers. Um, they got some moves to them. So you know, uh, we saw in the preseason how much Nelson and you know Slay were getting hurt on these on these moves. Um, I'm just hoping that the fact that that was just you know for show for the preseason to make people think that, and, you know, they're going to come out being beast on Monday. Uh, Cause they need to be, you know what I mean? You're going against two, you know, uh, high quality wide receivers that, you know, I, I'm not going to say that I'm like scared of, but you know, I'm not going to go ahead and not worry about, you know, what they could go ahead and do. We need another picture. Why right? keep you using the same picture? You trying to make, make me scared of the same picture. Just I'm just putting it up there, guy. I'm, I'm giving visual cues to all the people that are on YouTube. Uh, <laughs> just those two guys. That's it. That's well, he said about we have pictures. Yeah, he was, was at a five. Say, well, do you think Gannon blitzes more this week? Because we haven't really been blitzing much. And you know, if you want to get Dak throwing those quick slants, he'll hit Lamb all day. And you know, if we're playing a lot of zone like we have been, you know, they will find the holes in that zone. So it's a little concerning. Um, I just I just want to turn over. We were yeah. so close last week, for sure. I, I have a feeling they do blitz. I think you know, I'm not. I, I don't. I don't think they're going to be as predictable. I think they might yeah. throw some wrinkles in. You know, why I not? Were, I mean, Evan mentioned without Graham, right? But why know. not? I mean, Evan mentioned it earlier. You know, Dak still has that in the back of his mind. You know, his his injury. So if you go ahead and put that pressure on him, and what's he going to do? Is he going to get stuck in the moment, or is you know, is he going to let that ball loose? Do a you know a misplay? I mean, so why not? Why not try it? See how it goes. Um, my thing is, is again, I hope they just come in with a good game plan, and if they have to make some adjustments, make it at the right time so that way you know we can pull out this dub. Yeah, I, th I think uh, that, that was exactly what I was going to echo, Prime. Just the fact that I think th if we get the if we blitz and get the deck early and often, that'll rattle him, get inside his head, and uh, that's exactly where we want him to be: is confused and flustered and not knowing where the rush is going to be coming from. Now, uh, Ivan, shout out to Ivan. Ivan also joined us for a tailgate um, last week. Uh, he says, "What?" And his son, he had the, his son had the eagle wings. Yeah, no man. Nice. Um, he said, "What one Dallas player do we need 
to shut down. I think uh, if I mean this one player, I mean you cut off the head. Like if you can get Dal, if you can get Dak riled up um, and and out of character. But if, if you're gonna go one other player, I think um, shut down. I mean, I'm kind of stuck in between. Ceedee Lamb. I was stuck in between the running backs, honestly, because like in years past, I would say Zeke Elliott. Zeke Elliott has kind of had our number, man. Uh, to- in, to- in, Tony in Pollard. But that's, Pollard. What was, that's what I was getting at. That's literally what I was getting at. Is that like okay. I'm between? You got to shut down Zeke and Tony Pollard. They they have they're kind of turning into. I don't want to call him a two headed monster because honestly, I've been saying I think that Tony Pollard ends up being the uh, lead back at Dallas by the time the season's over. But um. That, I think I think Ewok is out of there. <laughs> yeah, I, I'm I'm thinking that those are the two guys in my mind. You got to shut down if you can make them one dimensional, um, and hope that Slay just continues to play well and shut down one of those wide receivers. Then they really are limited on their options. Well, yeah, um, you got to shut down the run game. I think that's obvious. I mean, yep, right. What Evan just said. I mean, one dimensional shut down Pollard and Zeke. That's going to be a tough task for our linebackers. But it comes down to for me. Uh, I was struggling between the run game and uh, C.D. Lamb because Mari Cooper, I feel comfortable with uh, Slay and Nelson. They've looked really good on the outside so far in these two games. I want to see <laughs> how Jonathan Gannon uses Avante Maddox, these linebackers, and the safeties. Everybody's going to need to help out here because C.D. Lamb in the slot, well, uh, he gets the job done. So they might be missing Ma- Michael Gallup. That's fine. They're still they're going to find a way to get this dude the ball. I think he had like – eight catches then nine catches i mean he's been getting the ball and yeah cooper you definitely want to watch out for but cd lamb frightens me and in the return game too so keep an eye on him yeah. uh you know the intel i was picking up from you know multiple podcasts out there uh they're, they're talking about pollard and his ability to get outside they think they can run on us uh to the outside with pollard um not only is he effective uh i mean uh, you know effective in space as a as a, as a pass catcher uh, we know that he went to Memphis. Uh, we got our own guy from Memphis. It's it's the middle back uh, middle back round you, where you can get quality backs. And I think t- Tony Pollard um, is a guy who's effective in space as well. So you know, I think they're they're pretty high on him. And wasn't he, he was a fifth round pick as well? Correct. Mm-hmm. Or yep. Yeah, he was. He was low down. And watch him in the return game too. He's their kick returner. I I, I actually they, have it. I got a question for the group here, just based off okay. of uh, the first two games. I want to know who do you guys, uh, who's been the biggest surprise rookie for the Eagles so far that has really uh, just overperformed in your mind? Surprise rookie. I mean, yeah, I guess Devontae. Is that a surprise? No. Oh, well, Kenneth Gainwell. That's well, I'm not, not even surprised about Kenneth Gainwell yeah. either, though. I think the biggest surprise would be underperformed. Uh, Zach McPherson not even getting any snaps. And we talked about we need Steven Nelson here so that Zach McPherson could, you know, learn. Um, I would at least like to see him get some kind of reps in there. Uh, but he has not really played at all. I'm, I'm, I, don't know. I don't know. That's a tough one because, you know, Gainwell and, and Smith will, will be the choices. But, you know, again, like you said, why be surprised? We know what these guys were all about. So, I mean, I'm really thinking, like, who else is out there that we could go ahead and throw into the category? Everybody else is just pretty much new faces to the, to the team if we went that route. But, you know, rookie-wise, yeah, um, I don't know. That's, that's... – I, I, Pete Nathan kind of – I mean, Patrick Johnson's only got three tackles so far this year, but just the amount for a seventh-round pick 
um, that we've been seeing him out there. Uh, to me, that is what has been a surprise. It's just that um, this the, Gannon and the, this defense, they believe in Patrick Johnson uh, to fill in even before Brandon Graham went down. So uh, that, you know, that's, that's been a, that's been a nice uh, addition, I believe. Well, for Patrick, it kind of spelled out right when we drafted him that there had to be a stand-up rusher role just for who he is. And between, it's just him and Jannard Avery. Those are the only guys that are playing the strong side linebacker with a certain role. So it's weird. We just have that position strictly for them. And we talked about before you know the season started who would make this roster. And we talked about Patrick Johnson because he brought that only depth there. So I like that, and I think he's going to have to get more snaps now because other guys are going to have to be used in different areas. But, yeah, I like that name. Yeah, I, I, I think I, we I, talked I, about all these guys, though, you know? so Yeah, for sure. Well, I, th- I think another one is that, like, and now that Brandon Graham is gone, uh, just based off of what you were saying with the uh, surprise underperformance, I mean, Kerrigan has been somewhat lost in the uh, – lost in the mix here uh i have been you know after how long he just completely dominated us while he was in washington like he was a thorn in our ass for like a decade and uh, i was expecting him to come here and just light it up but um you know it's i'm I'm still letting him shake off the rust i'm letting him i'm letting him get into regular season form but uh we need him to step up now the bg's done no but see that's it's ripped but that's the thing, too. He's going against a uh, division rivalry. Mm-hmm. So it's like, remember, when he played for Washington, he killed Dallas. He killed us. He's a so cowboy. Hey, today, today's that. I mean, Monday night's that day. You know what I mean? Bring that bring that old Kerrigan the fuck back out and get past, get through that line and go put a hurting on, on, on deck. Here's what it is for me with Kerrigan. Uh, obviously, he had the thumb injury, whatever. We don't care. We want to see, you know, getting up to speed. Let's ride. Divisional game, but but the thing is that I've been seeing for Kerrigan is what's weird is he's playing a completely different role. Uh, he's playing that defensive end. That's why I keep alluding to it. He is playing in a role where he was usually the outside guy in Washington. He was that outside linebacker, the stand-up rusher. So we're not using him like that. And it's probably because his age, he's lost a step a little bit. That's fine. But he's now supposed to be this defensive end in a three, four. And that's just not a role. He's really winning at one-on-ones and I think he really needs to step it up or you're going to see Milton Williams get those reps. Maybe Teron Jackson can fill in there, but I, I agree with you hundred percent. Kerrigan is somebody who has fallen off and he's really stood out to me that maybe use him as an outside linebacker, but you've got sweat Barnett guys that you like that are better than him. So figure it out, Jonathan. Um, now Brian says, do you guys feel that Howie is still having final say on the game day? 53 man roster is going to still going to limit Sirianni's ability to game plan and establish his offense. Uh, I, I think it's a joint effort. I think Sirianni's like bought into the idea of like, this is a group thing, group project, but obviously, you know, how he's got all to say, but I think it's a group group project. They're all working on together. Um, I know recently we just added uh, was Jack Anderson, yep. Texas tech, uh the offensive guard Hard, he's got yeah. like 38 starts uh texas tech seventh round player uh pick that we got off the practice squad for for the bills um so i mean i, th- I feel like we still we still want to get some depth so i think picking up jack anderson uh i know we have uh who's uh which i'm herbig herbig yeah that's read my mind nate herbig as our depth piece behind Landon Dickerson. So I, I feel like uh add another add another guard. I I like it. 
Yeah, I think Jack Anderson, uh, you know me, I'm always going to be reaching out to Gabe. Any kind of insight I can get on Lyman. And because uh, Jack actually has the same agent as Lane Johnson, they know each other. Gabe said that he's a great guy. I was like, any kind of insight on his game? He's like, I mean, honestly, he's like, I haven't got to work with him, so I'm not going to, you know, other than the, you know, they say he's got the shorter arms. That's why he dropped in the draft. He was seventh rounder, but this kid's got a mean streak. He said he's perfect for Philly. He's just somebody that loves to play football and hit people, dude. So I, I love the addition and anybody we can add to this locker room that seems like a Philly dude. I'm all about it. How about how about Lou? Uh, shout out to Lou from Facebook. He says, Cheers. "Call up Chris Long. Imagine that. That that would be nice. But I mean, I, I feel like Chris hasn't been actively oh, working out and staying yeah, in the yeah, NFL shape. He seems to be. He's enjoying his his retirement as he should. Um, Using but, recreational marijuana, I believe. Probably. That motherfucker. <laughs> For me, you got to get a defensive end, defensive tackle hybrid. That's what you don't want. A Chris Long. You don't want somebody that goes out there on the edge. I really feel." Brandon Graham was playing a completely different role this year, and he was doing well. And sometimes we were lining up in 4-3 a couple times against the Falcons. That's it. But I, I really feel this. You could fill this board. We got lots of cap space, so I wouldn't be surprised how he did something there. I, I would love for uh, for this week. I know that BG is injured, but I would still love to have him mic'd up on the sideline right. just because he's the number. He's one of the number one shit talkers we got on the team. And this in Dallas week, I know that this is his lifeblood now for as long as he's been an Eagle. That he he looks forward to this week just as much as anybody, just as much as we do. So uh, to have him mic'd up will be uh, will be cool this week just to hear what he has to say. Sure. Uh, Tim says, uh, can we talk about how much of a beast a lot of has been this season? Uh, you know, you talk about PFF, how, you know, how they have their rankings. Um, Trent Williams from San Fran is ranked number one, uh, uh, left tackle. Number two is Jordan Malata. So he, he graded out pretty well. I mean, he, he went up against Bosa. You didn't hear much of Bosa. Bosa, you know, got his at times, but mm-hmm. overall, I mean, a lot of his is shown to be, very serviceable right uh, earlier on in his career i mean it's 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 a great story dude i'm telling you uh i don't know who who's got the the, the movie rights for jordan melada's uh uh blind side blind this movie is way better this i mean we're looking at invisible ha- isn't it crazy too like just the if this is almost like green bay quarterback luck that we have struck with our left tackle position to go from a hall of fame undrafted tight end in jason peters and and have him for over a decade and now go on to a guy who has really really shown out i mean he just picked up the the game of football a few years ago and uh he has easily he stole the job in in preseason versus a uh, a first round pick which i mean he's been Andre Dillard's been just obsolete ever since that happened. So uh, it's crazy oh, how, we, how we've struck gold like that. I was just going to say the perfect thing is, you know, that not only does how we get to cover up the fact that, you know, Andre Dillard was the pick. You look at Jordan Mailata and you're like, damn, you know, seventh rounder. That's awesome. What a great story. But how we just fleeced uh, Jordan Mailata himself and his agent by, giving him a deal this year, extending him rather than next year where the money is going to go up and uh, all of the contracts, all the extensions, everybody's money's going up. So Howie, uh, he really is going to try to make you forget about that Diller pick. And I think Jordan Mailata is going to keep beating ass and we're going to really just have no problem. It's like, yo, give me pay right now so I can get money now. Like I'm going to get like get mine now, right now. So he'll show he's worth more. You're right. Yep. He Uh, he absolutely will. 
And uh, and I, I hate to say it, but I think that that was a smart play on Howie's part um, and signed it, locking him up early, getting him at a real cheap deal and just to keep our money long for years to come. Um, and, you know, this is pretty much exactly what I said at the end of last year, all off season. We talked about, is this Howie Roseman's last year? You know what? He made some good picks again this year. He revived himself and uh, Howie Roseman's going to be here until 2040. There's no getting rid of yeah. him. Yep. Yeah, speak, speaking of Long, uh, uh, Lou, Lou just wanted to make sure you guys knew that Chris Long, that was sarcasm. So. Oh, I obviously, we Lou. We figured that. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> we just clarified. I don't, want to, you know, I don't want you to feel a certain way in the chat. I, when I made the mention of you don't want Chris Long, I meant I that was prototype. A lot of people are saying, you know, defensive end, bringing a defensive okay. end. I think it's a bigger Prime. defensive end. You know. Prime thought he was serious. So, uh, I thought he was serious. There we go. It, it's, it's clarified now. It's, Call him up. It's get clarified. Uh, but before we get out of here, uh, I know we got to roll out of here real quick. Uh, we'll start with Jimmy. Last words before we get out of here. Yeah, well, you got to start off. Dallas sucks. Uh, let's all keep that in mind. Uh, but it's Dallas week. Let's get pumped up. Let's get behind our team. Our only job as fans is to root for our damn team. And they're young. We talked about before the season started. Temper your expectations. Don't look at the wins and losses. Let's look at how they come back. We got our loss. So let's watch how they hold themselves accountable, how they get up from this. So let's go, birds. Go into their house. Smack them right in the mouth. Establish that run. Get Jalen going. Let's Go beat some ass. I'm going to thank everybody for taking the time, for tuning in tonight. Truly appreciate all of you guys who take the time to watch us. I appreciate Birdman. Yes, if you guys can help us get to 1,000 subscribers, hit that subscribe button. We truly appreciate it on YouTube. You guys are truly awesome. I cannot wait. We're doing another show before the game. I'll see you then. But if not, fuck Dallas. Go Birds! <laughs> Jimmy. I mean, uh, I mean, Prime. Prime. Uh, look, um... Just forget about last week. Last week is done and over with. It's a whole new week. It's a whole new game plan. Um, I'm, you know, Sirianni and the boys, they realize, you know, the mistakes that were made, and that's what they focused on this whole week leading up to Monday. So um, I really feel like we're going to get a different outcome. Um, these guys are going to come out slinging it because, you know, they want to go ahead and prove to us fan base, you know, we, you know, they are that team. Um, this is Nick Sirianni's first uh, divisional game. Uh, against our rivalry team well you know many don't consider but i do i definitely consider this being a big rivalry game um so i think this is going to be just as much as exciting for him i mean look at him today man he had a night another good shirt on now i love that shirt definitely want to go find that shirt and get it um uh i'm just you know really excited souped up um you know i'm gonna go ahead and keep on talking shit to my brother so that's going to be, you know, the fun thing. But, uh, you know, just like Jimmy said, fuck Dallas. It's, uh, you know, it's 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 Dallas Eagles week, man. Let's go. You know, let's get this shit going. Uh, as as for me, I hope that the uh, everybody, all the fans, everybody out in Eagles Nation is amped up for this game. I know I am. I know we all are. Um, I want uh, the revival of this rivalry. I want um, – I know that the – Dumbass taunting law uh, rules exist so far this year. You know what? I say throw that out the fucking window this game. I will accept the 15-yard penalties after a touchdown. I don't give a shit. I want I want someone standing on the star. I want Devontae standing on the star with his, with his arms out. I want it all. I want this rivalry back. I want them pissed off at each other. I want a potential little scuffle to break out uh, after a play. I want it all. I want Eagles-Dallas to be our number one rivalry because that's what it is to us. Uh, fuck Dallas, go birds, and uh, yeah, that's it. Go birds. <laughs> about right. You know, I, 
overall, man, it's, it's this is the perfect opportunity for our Eagles to get back on the right track. You, you go down to a hostile environment. You, you take on your heated rivals. You catch that dub. Build off the energy. Uh, it will do wonders for the confidence of this rookie head coach. Um, our, 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 our QB1 and, and Jalen Hurts, I feel like, you know, th- these guys have something to play for. And this is an opportunity to show the rest of the NFL uh, who the Eagles are. I think, you know, if you're not confident, I think I, I, I think you need to go to the hospital, get your get your pulse checked right now. Because right now, I mean, it's opportunity to get back on the track. You know, hey, Eagles, it, it, it's all in your hands. It is all in your hands. We believe in you. Uh, I think, you know, the, the rest of the league, they don't know who you are. Uh, we know who you are, you guys are in heart. So just at, at the end of the day, man, this team's just got to show us heart, man. I think, you know, gotta they, they got to play connected. They got to play for the next man and catch that dub. And uh, we will we will be – we will be two and one rolling in to the Kansas City Chiefs game. So I'm feeling good. Um, I don't know if you're not feeling good. Uh, I'm going to send you well wishes. Um, but for me and the gang, we will see you in the next one. And as always, fly, Eagles, fly. Wilson, you sent the game-winning email at the buzzer, avoiding a 4.55 meeting on everyone's calendar. How did you do it? I got a huge assist from Grammarly. An AI writing partner that helped me make my point. 96% of Grammarly users say that it helps them craft more impactful writing. Would you agree? Grammarly helped adjust my tone to navigate tough work conversations. And it works everywhere I write. So I can quickly communicate effectively. Your teammate used Grammarly to summarize an important document, making a three-pointer. How did he do it? It only took one click. When everyone uses Grammarly, everything just makes sense. You made an incredible slam dunk to end the game. The meeting was canceled, and your team will go home champions. Go to Grammarly.com slash podcast to download it for free. That's Grammarly.com slash podcast. Easier said, done. Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich. But you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet of fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba.